Mic check, mic check. Where the fuck is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Everybody, it's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into another episode of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Um, sorry about the delay. Um, it was just uh, one of those things where you know I was recording last week, and um, man, my my laptop just crashed, and I lost everything that I recorded on Audacity, and I was just like, "Fuck this!" So just copped a new uh, laptop, and uh, yeah, we're gonna make it do what it do. I just had a niece, also, you know. Um, so just uh, shout out to my brother and his lady and uh, yeah, I've been doing stuff for the wedding and uh, just trying to get all my ducks in a row and uh, just trying to make it do what it do. So I guess the uh, next thing to do is uh, just start talking about that uh, Summer Jam screen, start putting some stuff up there and I guess the first thing we're going to put up there is uh, your girl Kim Kardashian West. Um, she tweeted a picture of her, uh, it was an old throwback picture of her naked Talking about she couldn't find nothing to wear on Instagram. You know, she threw some black bars over her titties and over her pussy. And, uh, you know, internet kind of went crazy about it. You had that same old debate, you know, talking about is she really a role model? You know, do you want your daughter looking at this um, and, you know, emulating her? And fuck no, you don't want your daughter emulating, you know, Kim Kardashian taking naked pictures, you know, and putting them on the web. Who the fuck wants their daughter to do that? Nobody. You know, no fucking body. You know, nobody. So then you had all these think pieces come out. Then you got celebrities tweeting about it from Bette Midler to uh, your boy uh, McConan, um, you know, going up on a Tuesday. He was talking about it. And then you start seeing comparisons between Aisha Curry and Kim K and all this other nonsense. Well, Kim is 35 fucking years old. Okay. That's that's just it. She's a grown ass woman. She can do what she wants. And what people are failing to realize is, you know, Kim is her brand. What what the Kardashians do is they stay relevant. That's all they do. They stay in the headlines. They stay, you know, on every form of social media. That's what they do. Not really any other talent. I mean, um, Kendall, she's modeling. You know, she's doing her thing in the modeling world. But you look at the other ones, like, what are they doing? You know, you got Kylie, you know, out here. You know, she looks like she's, you know, fucking half Middle Eastern now. She didn't, you know, got some bronzer on her, got her lips blown up and all this other nonsense. And she's just being, trying to be the, be like her big sister, Kim. Uh, you got Chloe out here, you know, getting work done on her face and stuff and fucking with NBA players. And, you know, having Twitter beefs with folks. And then she just launched a paid app. Um, and you got uh, Courtney. You don't know. She's always beefing with Scott. So that's always in the news. And, you know, that's what they do. That's how they build their brand. And then they sell you shit like, like I said before, like Chloe with her app or the video game or some clothes 
or you know you know they getting that that ad revenue from their show on shows on e television you know and i even feel like the uh her getting married to uh kanye you know that was just one of them things to build her brand you know so it's just something she's doing to stay relevant that's what the fuck they do you know so people are biting the you know biting the hook you know taking the bait and she's fucking 35 years old you know and it's crazy how you know these folks you know are talking about slut shaming and all this other crazy stuff and just writing up these think pieces and you know it it worked you know it's international women's day today and we're talking about kim you know talking about kim kardashian she's a hustler she is her mama taught her how to hustle you know her mama is about that life you know anything for a dollar you know do something strange for a piece of change um they just just about that life it is what it is but i don't know it's just one of those things where you know everybody's trying to make a name for themselves on social media you know with these thing pieces and shit like that or rapid fire with these tweets and stuff like that but you know the woman's fucking 35 years old and you know it you know if your child is looking up to her you know just pray to the you know and instill some goals in them and some morals that you know they can be better than you know kim k they can hustle twice as harder than her and they don't you know need to be asshole naked on social media you know to build a brand you know but that's the talent of the kardashians is to stay relevant stay in the news and sell bullshit you know if you look at the video game i think all you do is take pictures and change clothes that's, that's pretty much all you do but hey you know people want to live that socialite life and it is what it is but you have to really instill some morals in your kids you know not to be out here doing something strange for a piece of change and you know trying not out here trying to make folks holler for a dollar you know so that's just something you have to do you know kim's a very pretty lady she you know pretty family uh, they're very photogenic you know uh, with the the plastic shirt surgery that they've all had and uh you know so i can see how girls look up to her you know but it is a situation where you know it comes down to the parents you know um instill some great morals in your children let them know who they are let them love themselves you know because if they won't if they don't love themselves or have any morals they you know they could be out here you know selling pussy on back page or selling that pussy on back page if you got a son hey you know they could be out there on craigslist you know busting it wide open or something like that so it's just something to think about um you know and uh you know stop shaming kim you know she's doing what she's doing you know but there's no such thing as bad publicity for the kardashians um she uh quote unquote clapped back in some of her tweets you know they're like bet midler and um some little white actress i forgot the girl's name um but it it, it just looked like kanye or chloe was tweeting from her account because i don't think kim is that sharp like she's not that sharp to be that you know that she doesn't have a sharp tongue she doesn't have a sharp wit so somebody else was tweeting for her but it is what it is so stop slut shaming you know stop telling women what to do with their bodies um you know a woman can do whatever the fuck she want to do let her cook let her do her thing you don't police it you know it's not your wife it's you know it's not your daughter it's not your sister you know offer your opinion but don't try to tell anybody what to do and don't try to shame them you know it is what it is so got that out the way the little pop culture bullshit um i think it was last week or a week before last uh i think it was last week it was last week um I think last Tuesday, um, your girl Chelsea Clinton was here at Big Mama's Restaurant, which is a black-owned restaurant. 
um, in North O, and uh, she was there talking to older black folks and um, you know some older white folks about why they should vote for her, her mama. You know, because we had the caucus on Saturday. Her mama didn't end up winning. Bernie Sanders ended up taking that. And um, you know, it was interesting. I was watching on Periscope um, via Willie Hamilton. Uh, shout out to that brother. Um, you know, for uh, sh- shooting it live on Periscope, and he was asking these older black folks. These are folks, you know, looked like they were in their, you know, late fifties and the and beyond, and they were talking about they didn't really understand what a caucus was. Um, they're voting for Hillary just because of Bill's, um, you know, uh, presidency. You know, a few years back, a couple presidents back, and. Um, you know they really didn't understand why they were voting for her it was more so you know we have to vote for her because trump is about to get in the office and that's the problem that we're having right now you know it's always assumed that democrats are going to get that black vote because we're voting out of fear because you know we got a a well-known you know idiot running for president and donald trump he's just dumb as fuck you know been bankrupt a few times but everybody says we need a businessman to run the country well that ain't the businessman that we need to run the country who's running companies into the ground and everybody talks about well some of his voters are talking about how he didn't come up with a silver spoon in his mouth and you know he worked hard to get where he got the motherfucker got a million dollar loan from his pops like he'll tell you that you know a small loan of a million dollars in his words and you know his his voters you know his supporters are fucking stupid they really are and i've i've never understood a poor working poor or on government assistance conservative what the fuck are you conserving you are broke as fuck so are you trying to conserve you know that welfare check them food stamps on that ebt card like what the fuck are you trying to conserve like the more quotes that come out from these people who support trump it just lets me know that it's nothing but white supremacy that's it that's all the fuck it is and i don't know if you guys seen the photo that's floating around on uh social media but there's a picture uh a still taking of a rally at trump uh for trump and he was told everybody to put up their right hand and pledge that they were going to vote for him and all this other stuff and register to vote and it just looked like a nazi salute you know and then you got these black folks going into these rallies you know going to these trump rallies trying to disrupt it and shit like that it's like you walking right into a clan you're walking right into the, the jaws of a lion you know i understand what you're trying to do but have a squad with you you know have have somebody thorough with you have a few thorough people with you so your black ass won't be the only one in a pool of sharks you know have some have some folks with you next time think about it be smart don't let these don't let these liberal white folks talk you into you know going into these uh these damn clan rallies i mean trump rallies and uh and they waiting outside in the car we gonna wait outside with the car running and your black ass in there standing with a sign and then you getting shoved and spit on and called every kind of nigger and coon jungle bunny porch monkey in the books you know just stop stop fighting these other folks fight you know the and that just goes back to you know um that i'll talk topic but going back to chelsea being here i was watching her speech like i said live via uh, periscope and she was talking about what her mother has done you know across the globe you know for women and minorities but she didn't say shit about you know what she gonna do for black folks here in america 
but you know black folks were just eating that up because black folks buy into that whole minority thing you know and when it comes to dividing up shit for minorities you know how it breaks down it goes to women first white women first then it goes to gay white men then it'll then it goes from lightest to darkest you know and black folks are left with the crumbs you know whenever it comes to you know trying to right a wrong with black folks they'll use black folks you know as the example to get that money from congress but you know in the small print you know whatever bill passes or, or grants or something like that that's handed out um you know it it, it says all minorities are included and a white woman is a minority you know so that's going to be first in line and you have gay white men they're, they're minorities now and it's it, it's it's fucked up and you know black folks really need to you know start working on group economics i i just feel like i say this every fucking episode like start supporting your own people and then we have to vote with an agenda and we have to actually learn about voter blocks and actually executing having a voter block and standing behind a candidate no matter if it's democratic or republican because right now it's just assumed that you just you're just gonna vote you know democratically you know you're gonna vote for a dem that's 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 what it's gonna say that's that's what we've been doing for the past i don't know how many years and black boys and girls men and women are still out here being harassed by cops getting the shit beat out of them by cops getting killed by cops you know these mysterious deaths in police custody and you know you even see the shit you know on video even going way back to rodney king getting the shit beat out of him and the cops you know they got off you know so all this shit is being caught on video there's all these eyewitness accounts and it's still like man man no it's it's all right you know you guys suffer peacefully you know it's like america just keeps giving us a shot of novocaine you know to just accept the pain peacefully and it and it sucks it fucking sucks it's like every time you open up facebook or twitter you're reading somebody's name who just became a hashtag you know you're seeing a video of cops violating some black person's rights and when it will enough be enough you know we up here we 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 up here dealing with non-tangibles from these candidates you know it's you know you come to bernie sanders and you're like hey you know you know these cops are fucking killing us these race soldiers are killing us you know and uh he's talking about oh well white folks are getting killed too so this is what we're gonna do you know poor whites are getting killed it's a class issue it's not a race issue well it it, it is a race issue it's been a race issue and uh you know hillary clinton you know whenever she has a demonstrator talk to her or something to that extent i don't know if y'all seen that when she was talking with the young lady and she told her that she should run and do and do something about it you know so they don't so hillary is is banking on you know her husband's charisma from back in the 90s you know when he led uh negroes right into the the prison you know with his saxophone and his uh you know i smoked weed twice but i never inhaled both times get the fuck out of here bill and so she's banking on this feel good she's going towards these older black folks you know who don't know any better who's just voting because they because you know they know what it took to vote but your vote is a powerful thing when it's backed by an agenda that's what we have to really you know utilize you know we have to vote with an agenda but black folks don't understand that because they you know they hear minorities and they think that includes black folks well no it includes white women and gay white men that's who's going to be at the front of the line and your black ass going to be in the back of the line 
so and these politicians like i said before they want to use examples of black folks being killed you know on the congress floor you know to get a bill passed and things of that such but the small print is going to say minorities and then right now we don't have any black leaders who want to talk about these issues and you know put a bug in these politicians ears so we really have to back it up with our money you know we really have to start being producers and creators you know there's uh, we really have to get these politicians in our back pocket it shouldn't be like this it shouldn't have to we shouldn't have to be paying off politicians but you see how these companies do it you see how the latinos are doing it and you see how the gays are doing it you know you have these you know glad organizations donating so many so much money to this candidate um we had uh eva longoria and you know her uh Latino uh, group, I forgot the name of it, but they donated so much money to uh, President Obama's campaign during his second term. And then, you know, you you seen that you know he passed that Dreamers Act, you know, where you know children of illegal immigrants uh, who came in here illegally can obtain a driver's license and that, uh, things of that sort. So you have to. Black folks don't understand how politics work in a capitalistic system. You know, we think. You know, since you, we voted from somebody, they're supposed to have our best interests at heart. You got to line that pocket. You really do. Or don't vote at all. You know, if there is a low black voter turnout, it can get to the point where someone is, um, you know, where someone is basically like oh what the fuck is going on like we have to stop falling for that okie doke you know somebody had come in the hood and slum with us you know for a couple hours and talk about how bad the condition is but won't op- offer any solutions or if they do offer a solution it's, it's a minority based solution and uh you know and then they'll leave the hood after they you know and go back to their cushy home or whatever or go back somewhere practicing white supremacy and then we ended up voting for them and then but we're just left you know, to still deal with the same problems that we're dealing with, with these cops killing us, you know, and uh, just this whole system of white supremacy. So it's frustrating, uh, you know, and I was having a conversation with my lady about not voting. Um, but what I, what I plan on voting, I really do. But what I'm going to do, just like uh, during the Bush years, I'm going to just pin myself in for president. Like, like always do and I always do that like with a candidate I don't know like for the MUD board uh, the Metro College board and things like that I just write my name in and vote for myself um, but you know there's no I, I study both sides you know I study both sides you know uh, Republicans and Democrats and you know I would rather you know I, like with the Republicans you know you have to look at them you know I call them a devil or a wolf you know you can see a wolf or a devil coming from a mile away and you know to to you know be on guard and to be safe and you know what their agenda is but you know with a liberal or a democrat you know it's like a fox you know it's cute and everything but it's very sly it still has fangs you know it's gonna you know you you get mesmerized by it and then all of a sudden you know you got a uh, you know you got some fangs in your throat so I feel like, you know, when black folks were like, oh, but if Trump get in the office, what's going to happen? Like, what the fuck is going to happen? All these racial killings are going to die down because this is nothing but backlash for uh, President Barack Obama, you know, flexing a, a little bit of muscle. That's all it is. It's nothing but these white men want their country back. These, these racist white men, they want their country back. You know, they're scared of uh, white genocide and all this other nonsense. But, you know, the system of racism it boils down to genetic survival, and that's what it is. You know, and, you know, and that's the 
that's that's all they know you know white is right you know no matter the um no matter the uh, socioeconomic standings of them you know uh and this uh, speaking of that this boils down this goes back to uh me and my boy ike um shout out to my boy ike much love that's my brother uh from another um uh we have a we have a mutual friend nate who uh teaches over in korea and he came and he's back in the states back home and so we met him up for a drink at the at the bar and uh, up in benson and uh, with uh, another buddy um, of his, a couple of buddies of his, you know, shout out to them. And um, this, this, this is, you know, you know, you always see a crazy homeless guy, and you always, you know, want to have pity on him and shit like that. But they, they know how white supremacy works. They know their, they know their rank in the system. They know that, you know, that their skin color grants them, uh, you know, certain privileges. But going back, so we're all sitting there. You know, I'm knocking back some Hennessy straight. That's that's just my drink of choice. You know, if I am drinking, I, I rarely drink, but I do love. You know, I do fuck with that Henny. You know, just sip it and you know, get, you know, get the groove right. But so we all just sitting up talking, just having a good time, laughing. You know, Nate telling us stories about you know what's going on in Korea. You know, teaching English back there. He's a professor at a university. And, uh, you know, we're telling them shit about our lives that's going on, you know, talking about me getting married and, you know, just the other guys have some, you know, um, funny stories too. And so this fucking bum comes up to us, a white guy, just dirty, had a dirty ass Green Bay Packers coat and a hat and just fucking filthy. Like he just, like he paid for his beer and pennies and nickels, you know? So he comes up to us, he was like, hey, you guys are like a bunch of faggots over here. And uh, he said, and he said, he said something about sucking cock. And I was like, what? You said you wanted to suck some cock. And then he was just like, I served in Vietnam. I was like, oh, so he was over in the Nam in the trenches sucking cock. He was like, I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not ashamed. I was like, so you're not ashamed of sucking cock? He was like, not at all. And I was like, all right, whatever. So we go back talking. He was like, he's like, hey, I don't have a problem with, with black people. And I'm like, okay. He was like, you know what you call them? Niggers. And I'm just like, I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. And I push him. And, you know, it's just, it's, and, it, and it just, it is hit me right there. Like, like he felt like he was so comfortable or such, so superior to me and my boy. You know, he thought it, the shit was going to be sweet. You know, that we was going to laugh the shit off because we sitting there, you know, with, with some white guys who are cool with us, who are friends, you know. And he thought, you know, the shit was gravy. He thought, you know, we were some stepping, fetched ass niggas. And, you know, he could say that. And we just like, <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. So I pushed him. I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. And, uh, you know, and I just had to bring myself from beating the shit out of him. And, uh, you know, and it, and it just dawned on me. I'm like, here I am, you know, making good money. My boy Ike is making great money, too. And here we are. You could call us middle class. And, you know, here we are. You know, just sitting up here shooting the shit and, you know, a fucking bum, a fucking dirty ass bum is, you know, has the nerve to say nigger, you know, and it's just he felt like he had the complexion for the protection. And I knew exactly what was going to happen, you know, if I or I, you know, threw hands on this man, he was going to call the cops and our black ass would be in jail and he would be off somewhere, you know, back in his cardboard box or, you know, somewhere downtown, you know, sucking a dick, trying to get some beer money, you know, and that's and that's how it works. That's how that's that's just an example of how white supremacy works. You know, you'll have a white supremacist push your buttons, try to push you to that point and then you throw hands you know and get aggressive you know then it's let me call the laws on you 
because you know how police are going to see it they see these two you know these two black brutes you know beating up on a poor crazy homeless man but he knew exactly how the system of white supremacy works he knew how he knew how the ranking went and he thought that he was gonna let the shit slide and you know and 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 it's just and it's amazing and so that's you know that's how i feel about you know how these trump voters think the poor ones this is how they think you know you got a billionaire here and you know he ain't gonna do shit for your white ass but he makes you feel good and you're living through him you know and that's and that's all it is and i mean the same could be said about black folks you know when they're you know when they're looking at a white savior on the democratic side you know it's feel good you know if they make you know hillary makes them feel good bernie makes them feel good but ain't shit gonna be done you still gotta go back to the hell of dealing with white supremacy systematic racism so you know that's my that's just my little story right there i mean it really fucked me up i'm like it's 2016 and you know a fucking bum walks up to me talking trying to crack a nigger joke you know what i'm saying it's 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 like but he he knew good and damn well who the fuck he was and he knew the ranking of the system of white supremacy how it worked you know his bum ass was above a couple of brothers you know in the making you know in the late 40s early 50s a year you know he he was over there i'm like it's like you actually you actually fucking believe that but you break it down you know if we would have stumped the mud hole in his ass and walked it dry you know here you got two black men you know who want to have a record and losing a couple of great paying jobs and losing everything that we worked so hard for you know and then he would like i said be back in his cardboard box you know like ain't shit happen you know what i'm saying or he would sue us looking for a fucking come up and he would probably get it you know so we would be paying restitution so that's just that's just one instance of how white supremacy works, how systematic racism works and um you know it's 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 mind-blowing it really is fucking mind-blowing but black folks really have to get on the same page we have to start getting some think tanks together some group thinks and uh we we really have to start you know start practicing group economics so we can protect ourselves you know my lady showed me a video today of uh the cops coming up to this guy's house and uh this was a brother and uh they didn't have a warrant and uh she literally just showed me this they didn't have a warrant and, he, and they're like can we come in or something such your house or something some shit like that and he's like no and they yanked him up and started beating the shit out of him on his porch and you know they probably gonna charge him with obstruction of justice and resisting arrest you know and then and then i'm looking at this i'm like who the fuck do you call in this situation when the police are being terrorists like who do you call in that instance and then it's like how do you protect yourself you know that's that's just what it boils down to how do you protect yourself and who do you call and you have to start protecting yourself with group economics you know you really have to start getting this paper in order start getting your money right like i said so you can buy these politicians and so and so you can start moving to bust up these police unions because these police unions is nothing short of the mob if we want to keep it you know all the way funky these police unions are nothing short of the mob you know just how they work and uh it's just you know protect blue first that's what it is you know and i said one two three hundred times fuck the police you know people always want to talk about oh well i know there's some good cops out there yeah but if they see another cop doing some dirt they ain't gonna turn that person in 
they ain't gonna turn their brother in or their sister in and i say that in quotation marks because if they seen your black ass uh you know out there in some straight in some plain clothes and you know and you was a cop supposedly you know out in plain clothes you know you just another nigga to them you just another threat you know so we really have to start protecting ourselves and how we start we start practicing group economics and we got to start taking care of each other we got to stop looking at each other like we're competition we got to stop you know stop with this whole crab in the barrel mentality you got to look at who's the maker of the barrel how how did you how did, how did you get in this position you know your anger is towards your neighbor to your brother your sister that looks like you because that's easiest but you dare on approach you know someone who puts you in that position you know you you dare you wouldn't dare attack systematic white supremacy head on because you're scared but it's easier for you to blame your brother your sister your mother your father somebody that looks like you you know instead of actually you know dealing with the problem head on so you really need to start creating these jobs you start creating jobs this this whole you start creating jobs in your own community and the hood turns into a community and then everything starts lowering you'll start you'll you'll see police presence lower and that is because you know crime will be lowered you know brothers and sisters have a way of you know paying their bills and paying their bills including getting their vehicles you know registered and plated you know and there's no illegal activities going on so the police cannot prey on the hood and i always think about this i know brother malcolm talked about it too like how the fuck is the hood the most policed area but the highest crime area like they're not solving shit they're not doing nothing but writing up tickets and creating revenue for the beast that's all they're doing you know for city and state government that's it federal government too that is all they're doing that is it they're just praying on the hood and it's expensive to be poor it is it's very expensive to be poor you know fees up the ass you know you you get approved for a car or something like that but you can't pay the high ass you damn near paying 10 percent of what you pay for the car just for your fucking plates then your car's not plated then so you're getting so you're getting fined every time and pulled over by the cops and harassed and so you're dropping all this money you know at your court dates and to pay off these damn tickets and then if you ain't got the money to pay off these tickets now you're sitting in jail and you do that for so long and they might even just you know you think they got you doing just some bullshit in there you know and then it could turn into a prison sting you know just because you mouth off or something like that and then you you know you you doing hard time you know making panties for victoria's secret or something to that extent you know and i know white folks might be listening and be like oh you sound like a bigot you sound like this that and the third but it's not it's just i just want my people to do better and they know that they can do better but they're just scared and they don't know how but you do know how you know you got to be smarter with your money you got to start practicing group economics and you have to be creators you know I'm not saying all of us can create jobs, but we all, we, we, we have an idea and follow your heart, you know? So whatever you do, you know, be safe out there. And as far as white folks getting offended by this episode, you know, um, you know, I, I don't care. I don't, you know, I really don't, you know, I'm not shaming all white folks. I'm just talking about, you know, the system of white supremacy. That's all I'm talking about right here. Everything that I laid out was facts, you know, so, um, and then just moving on, I saw a movie, uh, the new Michael Moore movie, Where to Invade Next, 
and uh, there's a you know he goes all over these to these different countries about what he needs to pull and bring back to the states and stuff as far as like you know time off from your job, um, education and things of that sort. And there is a very interesting part where he uh, he's in Germany and uh, in the class. Uh, even from high school and down to grade school, they acknowledge the Holocaust. And he uh, says, you know, in the film, what if, you know, America did that? You know, what if it was taught in schools the real history, you know, and acknowledging that? And, you know, the students in Germany, I'm talking about, you know, it was something very wrong that they did, you know, and they took ownership of it, even though they weren't exactly there, you know? And it's very opposite from, you know, the U.S. You know, people in the U.S. I didn't, I wasn't there. I didn't put you in slavery. You weren't there. You weren't a slave. And, you know, then you're like, well, my ancestors were and you're still reaping the benefits. How am I reaping the benefits of it? How? Tell me how. Tell me how. And then so you go into how with, um, you know, everything from general generational wealth being passed down from people you know getting all these land grants and you know coming in you had the the folks coming over from europe getting you know uh, going to these land grant colleges and you know getting these uh these home loans for practically nothing and then all of a sudden you know they could flip that money uh, if they sold their home turn it into something else and then all this money is being passed down uh, to generation to generation and then, then they're like oh no that's not you know well I, the irish were slaves too and you're just like really they were indentured servants you know it wasn't generational slavery and they had a kid that kid wasn't born into slavery that that child wasn't out there for 12 to 16 hours picking cottons was it and you know and it, it it's frustrating it's frustrating and uh he also talked about you know if they acknowledged you know the native americans landing and uh, stolen from them and then you know make that argument here you know white folks are like i didn't take it i'm not benefiting from it blah 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 but then you got five dollar indians in the family you know then you got these white folks talking about their 185th cherokee or navajo or something like that and so they end up you know uh being able to purchase a casino for practically no money or giving a casino or you know going to college for free or receiving some kind of crazy ass grant because they had one drop of blood but they actually paid five dollars to the dolls rolls to the dolls commission to get on those dolls rolls and be labeled as an indian you know so they get because america was giving out all those benefits back then so you see how you see how it works um it's it's frustrating and uh it's you know uh, black folks if we don't wake up we'll be a permanent second class and it's something that you know we we shouldn't we shouldn't you know kind of push to the back of our minds just because we're doing okay some of us individually we really have to start thinking collectively as a group start taking care of our brothers and sisters you know and educating them on how you got to your spot and things of that sort you know we can't you know look look down on our own you know but if somebody's out there cooning you know you have to just let them go just let them go you know but if they're willing to listen to you uh listen to soak up some game that you're uh kicking and uh you know educating them on uh it works you know and we really need to start educating folks on how to vote 
you know, start voting with the demand. You have to start really doing that at the local levels too, because that's where it really counts at. So, just something. Just, I know it's a long rant for the summer jam screen, but uh, you know, I love my people. I'm very passionate about my people, and I want my people to fight that good fight, and I want us to stop suffering in peace. All right, so moving on to selling hope like dope. Uh, I guess we gotta put uh, Facebook uh, out here selling uh, hope like dope. You know, a lot of folks were uh, getting banned and uh, you know uh, blocked or having their account suspended for um, you know tweeting about black empowerment and things of that sort. And it was revealed a couple weeks back. You know, Mark Zuckerberg uh, released a letter to his uh, staff and somehow it leaked. Uh, to like wired.com uh, and a whole bunch of other tech sites and uh, apparently I guess Facebook has this huge wall where people just write on it and stuff like that and somebody, folks were writing Black Lives Matter on there and people were like crossing it out and writing All Lives Matter so and, and he was talking and he basically broke it down you know to what Black Lives Matter means and it's not saying that Black Lives Matter more than other, other folks it's, it's saying that we're human too you know, um, and so, you know, he was pissed about it. And then, um, and it, 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 it really kind of woke me up and to the fact that, you know, whoever is moderating these sites, you know, these different posts, um, you know, they're just blocking folks left and right who's trying to get that message out, who's kicking that reel. You know, nope, you know, a lot of people don't like to hear the truth about themselves or about, you know, um, a nasty history. You know, so, um, you know, just a form of whitewashing. And, uh, you know, so shout out to uh, that brother Tariq uh, Nashi for, uh, you know, making, he's creating an app called More Us. And, uh, you know, it'll be centered around black empowerment, but it doesn't mean that, you know, non black folks can't join it. You know, it'll be somewhere where black folks can be unapologetically black and be comfortable. So without, you know, having a fear of being banned and things of that sort. So, you know, and then, uh, you know, Facebook has a huge wall outside with the Facebook logo on it. And then, you know, they put a dashiki over it and all this other nonsense. And then Mark Zuckerberg brought some little black kids in, you know, to tour Facebook. So, you know, he's trying to, he, he, he understands, you know, black folks on social media because a lot of times, you know, black folks do create the content. Um, and, you know, we create a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, different ideas and subjects that folks are getting paid off of i mean you look how like places like um ihop taco bell burger king mcdonald's wendy's you look at how they tweet you know there's they just take black slang and run with it and we rt it and you know retweet it and you know it's just free advertising but we create so much content that you know all these businesses and corporations are just getting paid off of by taking that content and running with it and he understands that he understands how creative black folks are and um you know how we create you know so so much uh so many things that go viral so he understands the power of black folks and he don't want to lose us but it's a little too little too late you know um it's a situation where you know, we have a chance to support our own folks, and, and that's what we want to do, and that's how group economics works. You know, if, you know, you have, you know, two people, a black person and a Chinese person, and, you know, they're both cooking soul food, and, you know, both of them have comparable prices, you're going to go with the black person. It's just how it works. I mean, um, like Dr. Claude Anderson said, you know, 
black folks don't understand racism racism is a team sport you know and uh, other groups are playing to win and black folks you know we don't play to win at all so, so uh you know uh, shame on facebook out here selling hope like dope you know uh, all lives matter game y'all can eat a dick all right so moving on to hold this l um i mean we could have put your boy um Lundy up there who was talking crazy about our you know, Omaha champ, uh, Bud Crawford, but uh, he got that Saturday night special, so he all right uh, a couple weeks back, so you know he, he already held a couple of hills. But um, I guess we gotta um, uh, the people who are um, how should I say this? The people who are sad about Nancy Reagan's death, black folks in particular. Yeah, you need to hold this hell. Like, I see y'all on social media, like, hey, you guys need to calm down on the jokes and all this other nonsense. Um, you know, the Reagans, you know, they did not like our black asses. You know, the war on drugs was created by them with her, you know, Say No to Drugs campaign. And, uh, you know, they waged an all-out war on black folks, you know. So, Nancy Reagan passing, you know, I know a lot of y'all are too young to remember. Um, I was shit i was too damn young myself but um yeah uh, a lot of black folks got locked up a lot of black black folks had tanks rammed into their homes for suspicion of you know crack cocaine and things of that sort so first you flood the, the block with crack you know and open up these lines bringing it in with the iran contra uh controversy <laughs> but uh and then you lock people up for it, for, you know, for selling it and all this other shit. So, you know, black folks, stop, stop being, stop caping for white supremacy. Like, just let that shit go. You, you ain't gonna, ain't shit gonna happen to your black ass out here, you know, skinning and grinning and cutting the jig. You know, up here, uh, jumping on the casket, talking about, don't, 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 don't you shame this good white woman. You know, shit, take your black ass on somewhere, you know. If you're scared, you're scared. But you know, don't don't be cooning and scared. You know, get the fuck out of here. You know, chill on that shit. All right. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Speaking of that, um, yeah. So, black folks, yeah, y'all hold that L. You know, for feeling sympathy for Nancy Reagan's death. But uh, not all heroes wear capes. Uh, I guess we gotta put Barack Obama on there. Now, there's an article uh, floating around. President Barack Obama. I'm sorry. There's an article floating around on the web. I don't know how true it is, but it's saying that he will not attend her funeral. Uh, he'll actually be at South by Southwest. So shout out to uh, President Barack Obama for uh, clicking. Uh, I will not attend this event if it was a Facebook invite. So shout out to him. Um, you know, president got to do his thing. You know, he had prior obligations and uh, he's doing his thing. So. You know, it could be a situation where, you know, those Reaganomics developed in the wrong way back in the day. It is what it is. You know, uh, hopefully uh, we can see some Stormfront think pieces from the uh, white supremacists. And, uh, yeah, so shout out to uh, President Obama. You know, not all hills wear capes. So, ah. All right. So, as you guys know, uh, last segment of the show. I'm sorry for the show being a little bit long. But, hey, y'all love to hear me rant. And I love to rant. And I love to, you know, just give out game, give out that ism, you know, give out that knowledge, drop these jewels. But uh, last segment of the show, so thank y'all for rocking with me, by the way. 
the last segment of the show is health over wealth and you know what i say without your health you can't enjoy your wealth so it's international women's day so salute to all my ladies out there my hard-working women do your thing keep thriving keep succeeding and uh don't take shit from nobody all right but this uh quote comes from oprah winfrey uh, I'm just still trying to wonder when she's going to pop that question to Stedman, but maybe, you know, Stedman about that life, you know, maybe he, he cool with the common law marriage. But anyway, uh, Oprah says, I've come to believe that each of us has a personal calling that's as unique as a fingerprint and that the best way to succeed is to discover what you love and then find a way to offer it to others in the form of service, working hard and also allowing the energy of the universe to lead you. All right. So follow Oprah's advice. Find your calling. You know, as long as it's nothing evil and as long as you're helping people, hey, go for it, dive in head first and, you know, don't be scared. You know, like I said many a times before, we always think we have to start, you know, have to have, have the right time to start to do something. You know, just start. It ain't going to ever be a right time that when you're thinking about it, that's when you have to start. You know, you don't want to regret anything you know later down the line so keep thriving keep doing your thing and speaking you know speaking of people following their purpose and their passion and finding a way uh, shout out my boy brandon uh he just dropped his book uh views of the church from the liquor store it's up there on amazon make sure you go copy um i'll do an episode with him probably in a couple weeks you know interviewing him about the book i gotta finish it up it's a collection of essays real bright brother so make sure y'all go to amazon.com uh, check that out and just you know search for that book views of the church uh <clears throat> from the liquor store and uh you know i'm um, uh D down north digital is actually working with uh bomb global um you know my boy uh infamous prime prime the ruler he got something big coming out uh the mantra he about to have the city on fire you know um it's 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 time for changing of the guard and it's going to happen uh i believe in this project and you know i'm put all my energy behind it promoting them and uh utilizing all my resources with down north digital and uh you know you don't have the city on smash it's only march but uh boy's about to get hot you know so uh be on the lookout for his upcoming album the mantra uh, the single gonna be dropping soon that's getting mastered right now and it's gonna be a lot of big things coming from black ops music and business global so just uh stay tuned you know i'll have an interview with that brother coming up soon too and uh big things coming uh for uh do rags and boat shoes also so holla much love much respect keep rocking with me and i'll be with y'all next week i promise
disease free, bitch, check it I write a rhyme, melt in your mouth like M&M's Roll with the mafia, remember them? Tell them when I used to mess with gentlemen Straight up, apostles, now strictly niggas the jostle Kill a nigga for the figure, how you figure? Your cheddar would be better, Beretta inside the Beretta Nobody do it better, bet I wet ya Like hurricanes and typhoons Got buffoons eating my pussy while I watch cartoons Sleep to noon, rapping rears here Baby thinkers beware, mostly dope she wear Frank kill niggas wise for 1.5 Why you struggle and strive, we pick which bins to drop The mafia, you wanna be em? Most of y'all niggas can't eat without per diem I'm rich, I'ma stay that bitch Be hugging, roll with niggas that be thugging, bugging in the tunnel and SO, sipping espresso, cappuccino with Nino on a mission for the Luchi Crino. I used to wear Moschino, but every bitch got it. Now I rock colorful mix because my pockets stay not See no after C no Frank Boat Hole 15 plus the caterer. You think you're greater? Uh, you niggas got some audacity. You sold a million, now you have for me. Get off my dick, kick it, bitch. Check my pitch uh. for cynic persona, and I still stick your moms for her stocks and bonds. I got that bomb ass cock, a good ass shot with hardcore flows to keep a nigga dick rock. Sippin' Zippendales, up in Chippendales Shoppin' Bloomingdales for Prada bags Female Dundada has No problem, splittin' cream with my team Shit straight like 915, you know what I mean? Choose the Diamond District with my biscuit Floss in my Rolex wrist shit I'm rich, I'ma stay that bitch 